What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Unapologetically Ellie with your girl, Miss Ellie, right here. And I'm excited about this conversation that we're going to have today. Today, we are going to talk about commitment. The big word commitment. What does it mean? What are we dealing with these days? Are we like flip flopping on commitment? Well, this is, of course, a conversation about my thoughts, my emotions, my feelings, all of that good stuff on emotions, uh, sorry, on commitment, on commitment. So let's talk about it. Let's jump right into it. What is commitment to you? Um, so personally, for me, for me, I feel as though commitment is something that you are dedicated to, something that you are not going to turn your back on. Uh, when you're committed to something, you do not... Um, you do not falter. There are no excuses. Uh, you stay on the grind. You put your shoulder to the wheel. You keep going, right? And that's commitment to relationship. That's commitment to your job, your profession, working out, commitment to healthy eating, commitment to whatever. But I feel the most important commitment is to yourself. And I'm just going to pin that right there. We're going to talk a lot about committing to yourself and how that sets the precedent for what is outside of us. So I believe that, of course, um, you probably heard me say this before, but everything starts from within, right? So if everything starts from within, that means the commitment starts with you being committed to your commitments and never allowing um, yourself to fall short in that avenue. So where are our commitments right now. Like for me, I feel as though I'm slipping. I'm not even going to lie. I am out here. I am making commitments to myself and then I am backtracking. Um, some would call it pussyfooting. You know what I mean? I'm out here and I'm not, um, sometimes I feel like my commitments to myself are, are unattainable. Like I'm putting myself in a position where I know I'm going, I'm not going to win. You know what I mean? And then other times I feel like I know I can win. Is it just something within myself that I haven't, I'm not pushing myself hard enough? Like, why am I not staying commitment committed to my commitments? So I, I did come up with a few things that I wanted to just, you know, really dive in and talk about because as much as I talk about these things, um, on the outside that, you know, definitely are something everybody can um, think about. I think about them first and foremost. These are, again, my thoughts and my feelings. So I feel like I would just want to share them for anybody out there who might be able to relate to where I am right now and then take the information that I am um, sharing and the, the things that I have to say and try to apply it to their own lives to, to help them, right? Because I'm doing it for myself, really. So for me, um, I have, sometimes I think I have too much of a high ambition or I am putting my, I put my, um, my goals, I set my goals too high. Um, a lot of times I am a perfectionist as well. I want to see things done perfectly in a short period of time. I can be very, very impatient and, um, impatient with others, impatient with myself, impatient with life sometimes, and then ultimately impatient with God, because that's what it is. Like you're impatient with 
the father not thinking that you 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 making these plans for yourself i've written down all these plans lord like why aren't they coming to pass you know what i'm saying like let's get it done <laughs> but god's got his own perfect timing and so i think that's where i fall short a lot of times i am i'm making these plans i'm setting myself up because i want to see myself doing these things and um and I'm falling short because I'm putting too much pressure on myself and I'm not giving myself enough time to reach the goals that I, I am setting for myself. So let's break it down. For example, um, this COVID situation has really, really turned my life around. Like I'm not even joking. 2020 came in and honestly, a lot of things changed for me. A lot of things changed for me. My employment situation changed. My kids, um, I've always wanted to homeschool my kids and COVID-19 allowed me to do so. So I'm homeschooling my kids. I'm working from home. Um, my relationship status has changed. Uh, just like a total flip of what was happening for literally like the last probably seven to 10 years right? So things are really, really totally, totally changed, totally changed for me. And so one of the things that have changed is also my weight. <laughs> so in April of 2020, I went on a, an actual fitness journey. So I had dedicated to myself. I said to my, I made this commitment to myself saying that, you know, I wanted to be the, um, in the best shape of my life. Now, um, this goal is something that I, I went on a 60 day challenge with myself, which was phenomenal. It worked out beautifully. I was waking up at five 30 every day, working out fitness, doing my thing, journaling, like, oh my gosh, I had the lifesavers down pack. So if you know what the lifesavers are, they're silence, affirmations, um, visualization, exercise, uh, reading and scribing. So I was doing all of those things. Okay. Every single one of them, I was thriving. I was eating healthy. I was doing well. And then I don't even know what threw me off my game. I'm not even going to lie and sit here and be like, I know it was this, this, or this. I really don't know. I believe I just woke up one day and I was tired. You know what I mean? And I'm like, today's just not the day, Ellie. I'm not getting up. I am not working out today. And I think that's how it started because I was doing it seven days a week or no, I was doing it six days a week and I had one day off and I was relaxing that one day and I literally was sleeping to catch up on everything because when you're, when you're working and you're digging, like you're digging, I was digging. Okay. When you're working and digging hard, you need a day of rest. Like you literally need to like, and I was sleeping almost all day. My kids will tell you, mom, today's her day. She's laying on the couch and she's not doing anything. I would make them breakfast and I would make um, enough breakfast, have snacks. Like I'd cut up apples, have grapes, all that good stuff for them on the side. And then I would make some lunch, something easy, like sandwiches or something. And then I would all like have dinner prepared in the morning. So that way, when it came to evening time, all I had to do was basically heat up the dinner. And so by 10 a.m., I had everything completed for the day and I would just sleep on the couch. Like literally, they would be watching their shows, playing around, doing whatever. And I would just, you know, literally be laying there with one eye open, one eye closed. A lot of the times, both eyes closed, like I'm not even going to lie, but I was tired. And so one day I woke up, I don't know if it was a Wednesday or Friday, like a Tuesday, I have no idea. And I was just like, not today. And so I went back to bed the next day. Don't get me wrong. I got up, I worked out, but the, 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 
that thing was gone. That fire was gone within me. And don't slip for those 60 days that I was on that challenge. There were plenty of days like that, that I woke up and I was like, not today, Ellie. And I'm like, shut the hell up. We're doing this. We're doing this. You know, there are no excuses. I was like, I was really on my tail. I had a fire under my own ass. Okay. So, um, I did it. And then I started slowing down from one day. It became, I need an extra day off during the week. And then it became like two days working out. And then it was like 10 minutes of working out. I'm just going to do abs, 10 minute abs a day. And then it became nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm taking this month off, you know, and now I have gained some freaking weight. Okay. And COVID is just, um, out here. I don't know. People are like, COVID's here to stay. COVID's going. We don't know what the heck is going on. And this is where we have to remain committed to our commitments. And when I say this, I am just like, I am sick of myself right now. (laughs) Like I am tired of myself, sick and tired. Okay. Of my own personal excuses of not being committed. So, um, what I've done is I've, cause I I've tried to get back onto this regiment that I was on. I was on a serious thing and I, I, I got kicked off the, I got kicked off that road. Like I got kicked off that train. I'm not there anymore. Mentally, I'm not there. Physically, I'm definitely not there. Um, spiritually, emotionally, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there. So how am I going to get myself back? How do you stay committed to your commitments? You got to take it one day at a time and realize that some days you may be able to go hard and other days you can't go harder, but that doesn't mean that you stop. And that's what I've realized to myself. And this morning I set my alarm for 5.30 and I didn't, I got up, but I didn't get out of bed. And so what I said to myself is that instead of forcing myself to do this, I'm going to have to give my, I'm going to have to give myself a little bit of grace to get back into this and change my mind frame. Because, um, after the 60 day challenge, it was like, like I put 60 days on it. And I think that might've been a little bit of my problem. Instead of putting a time frame on it, this is life work. And I've talked about this before. This is something that I, is, there's no end to this thing, right? So that means getting up every single day, regardless of whether or not I want to. Some days are going to be easier to get up than other days. And some days maybe I won't be able to get up, but that's, it's about giving yourself grace, but also having that discipline, that discipline to be like, you know what? Just like for me, it would be like calling in sick for work. I do not call in sick to work unless I'm actually sick. You know what I mean? I don't call in sick. If if my kids are sick, I'm not calling in sick for myself. I call in and let them know my kid is sick. If I'm not feeling well, I'm going to call them and let them know I'm not feeling well. But gone are the days where I'm calling in sick and I'm gone shopping or I'm gone here, I'm gone there, and I've called in sick. It's just, it doesn't happen like that. And it's the same thing with yourself. I can't, I'm calling in sick on myself every day. You know what I mean? I'm calling in, I'm not really sick. I could get up and do this. It's possible. I just need a new strategy. I need to go back to the drawing board. So that's what I want to encourage everybody is that when things happen just like this, 
we don't know what it's what it's all about but i stopped journaling and i think that is something that i need to go back and reflect on if i was if i had continued even a small journal every single day just continuously going with the things that i could manage maybe you can't do everything every day but there should be some things it's not all you just cut cut out those good habits cold turkey right ellie come on come on girl still do a little journaling excuse me, I would have been able to reflect back on my journey and say, you know what, this is where the breakdown was. Maybe it was this that happened that led this to happen because there's all, there's triggers. We have triggers in our lives, right? So things are happening every single day with us and we don't understand why we may be feeling this way. It could be a result of something that happened last week, last month, and you were just running with it. And instead of giving yourself grace to go through what you were going through, you, you push yourself, you push yourself to go through it. You push yourself to forget it or ignore it. And then you break down. And I am like, I'm raising my hand right now. I am a victim of that. I definitely do that to myself all the time. I do not give myself grace. I'm not giving myself grace to manage. I'm not doing that. So, um, I want to encourage you to go back to the drawing board I'm going back to my drawing board. I'm going to reevaluate what life work means to me. That may mean taking my time. That may mean that maybe I need to, I could get up every morning at 545 because it's possible. I've seen that I can do it. It's, and it's not about whether I want to do it. It's that it's got to be done. And I was telling myself it had to be done. And I got through those 60 days because that was my mentality at the time. You got to do this 60 day challenge and I can get through the 60 days. So then why can't I get through a year? Why can't I get through two, 10, 20, 25 years of doing the exact same thing? Eventually it will become like clockwork, right? And it's just something that I do. And so that's where I am right now. Um, instead of, you know, pushing myself to do this, that, and the other. I'm just going to, I'm going to make my, my daily routine. I'm going to get back on my daily routine because I really already have it, but I'm also going to give myself grace. Grace may just mean giving myself an extra 10 minutes to get out of bed that day when I'm not feeling it, giving myself an extra 10, 15 minutes to lay down, you know, making sure that I'm staying accountable and setting my alarm clock for a 10, 15 minutes so that I don't drift back off and then wake up at 7.30 and I'm just like, okay, you know, no. You know, making sure that I know what it is that I'm doing, right? It's really, really important. And journaling, taking those notes, reflecting back on what's happening with you. Because sometimes you write stuff down, things that are happening during the day or everyday things are happening rapidly all the time. We don't, we can't keep account of everything. We just can't. It's impossible, right? So when you go back and you reflect on your notes and you look at yourself and you're like, okay, this is what's happening at this time. This is what's going on. I was feeling this, you know, I was going through this. This makes sense. Why I was kind of having a little bit of a, you know, a time with myself and I couldn't manage. I couldn't get through this. So writing things down. And then, of course, the life work. Saying, you know what, I'm committed to this for the rest of my life. This is, this is, it's just, it's, there's no end to this. 
So that's my struggle where, where, when it came to this, when I decided that I was going to do things differently, this change came in 2017 when I decided that I was going to, I was going to change when, um, I decided that I was I was definitely going to start doing things differently. It was a struggle. There was a lot of things. There was a lot of things that I really wanted to make sure that I I had to change, and so I did. I changed a lot, and um, because things were happening so rapidly for me. Because when you decide to change your life and you're really dedicated to it, and you're 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 making those changes, you're striving to do more, you're leveling up, you're actually you know thinking differently like you're pushing yourself in different avenues you're stepping outside of the box you are like just changing yourself and you're being intentional about the things that you're you're thinking about you're being intentional about the things that you're doing it really 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 becomes something um that you can't you can't just you can't just stop right so you can't slow it down I mean, I remember when I, I just first started and I, I really started thinking differently and I was doing all these different things, especially stepping outside of my comfort zone. It scared me a little bit because you realize that you don't even you don't even know your true potential. You don't even know who you are inside of yourself um, because you've been living a certain way your entire life. If you're in your 30s or your 40s and you've been just, you know, going on autopilot for all of these years and then eventually you decide to do something different and you don't care about what other people think and you start doing things from within inside of your heart being intentional and purposeful in 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 being happy and being you things will rapidly change for you and it will be scary because you're like what this was this was always possible right? So for me, I was always somebody who was always looking at, I was never comfortable in my own skin. I was always looking to please somebody. If it wasn't pleasing my parents, it was pleasing my friends, my other family members. It was pleasing my work, my employer. It was pleasing my work um, colleagues. It was, you know, always trying to maybe even, not even maybe, want people to like me, want people to think that I was a good person or that I was maybe even something that I wasn't because I was always trying too hard. And it really wasn't me, you know? And I'm not saying that I was like a mean person and that I shouldn't have been um, liked, but when you are trying too hard, you do things that you don't have to do in order for people to accept or to want you or to like you. And then you find yourself even sick of yourself at some time. I got sick of myself trying to be something that I wasn't. And then, so I decided after all those years, you know what, I'm just going to, you accept me or you don't accept me, man. You like me or you don't like me. This is me. And that's why I named my blog unapologetically Ellie, because I was like, I don't care anymore. I don't care. <laughs> and I know, um, and I mean it with the utmost respect to everybody else, but I actually don't care whether you like me or you don't. If you listen to these podcasts or you don't, if you're feeling me or you're not, it's not my business and I don't care. I am doing me and I am making room for myself because I've never done this before in my life. And anybody who knows the old Ellie is going to tell you, I never would have ever seen this girl doing this, that, or the other. I want to encourage you too, because when you start making room for yourself 
in your own authentic way, just being who you are. And when I say being who you are, I'm talking about being who you are, but at the same time, dedicated to changing for the better. Because that's what we're supposed to be striving, in my opinion, for on a daily basis. Who you were yesterday is not who you are today. Who you are today is somebody significant, somebody who matters and means the most. You've got to make the most out of every single day and you've got to be the best person you can be. What does that mean? That means doing you, pushing yourself to help others where you possibly can, but help yourself first. Think about what you're thinking about. That right there is like golden, golden. Knowing that God loves you, reflecting on his word about you, reading. I mean, I stopped reading, and that's something that I absolutely loved. I stopped reading. I started picking up books again. You know, I started picking up books. I started reading, started becoming intentional about what the things, the things that I was doing and the things that I was saying. And then just being intentional about what you need to fix. Okay, I used to have long conversations with myself in the mirror, and I still do. I'm constantly talking to myself. People will be like, don't talk to yourself. You're crazy if you're, you're talking to yourself. If you respond to yourself, you should. Nah, man, you need to talk to yourself. You need to talk to yourself. You need to answer yourself. You need to correct yourself because nobody's out here is going to love you like you should love yourself. Nobody is going to add to your happiness like you should be. You should come happy and complete into any relationship, into any commitment. And I mean, that is for your workplace. That is for your personal relationships, your love life, your friends, your family, your coworkers, people on the street. You should just come complete and they are helping and adding to how you feel, adding to your happiness, adding to your greatness, right? That's how it should really be. That's how it should go down. So um, I had a problem with that because I always felt incomplete within myself because I wasn't working on me. I was working on everybody else. I was going out there trying to please, trying to do this, trying to do that. I wasn't committed to myself, but I've learned to change and it's still a struggle. It's not something that you're going to be able to do all the time, but it's definitely something that I struggle with um, on a daily basis. Staying committed to my commitments, to myself, making sure that I am a top priority in my own life. Because if my cup is full, then I'm able to continue to help other people and pour into their cups. But when I go home and I'm depleted and I can't, yeah, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm talking about this right now. Um, that could be possibly why I wasn't, I was not, I failed at my commitment. That could be possibly why I could not complete and endure what I was doing. Maybe I wasn't pouring into myself enough because this is all still relatively new for me. And I want to encourage you too. You're going to be learning a lot about yourself. Like I've learned so much about myself, sitting in silence with myself, reflecting on who I am, what I actually like, my my values, boundaries. I'm going to tell you about boundaries. You got to put up some boundaries. You got to change a lot about who you're dealing with, who's around you, 
what you want around you, the type of information that you're listening to. I mean, even the TV shows that I used to listen to that I would be like in love with trying to watch all the time, keeping up with, I don't even care to watch them anymore because now my mind is in a different place. I don't want to hear that type of drama or that type of language or the type of interactions that are happening on TV or this show that I I don't want it anymore because it's not a part of my lifestyle. Everything plays a part in who you are and where you are going. Okay. So, and there's people that are going to be in your lives that are going to want to reflect back on you like you are that same person that you were five, 10 months ago, 10 years ago, um, 10 minutes ago. At the end of the day, uh, you've got to remember you are staying committed to your commitments. Your mind has to be in a solid place and you have to be able to have a plan for yourself. And at the beginning of this conversation, I was talking about having a plan and allowing patience to run its course, allowing life to actually go and take take you to places that you've never experienced before that you didn't even know were possible for yourself. Um, but that takes faith in God. Like we have all seen or all heard about the blind fall. And that's where you close your eyes and you put your arms, you know, cross, do the the arms across the chest and you basically fall back. God is going to catch you. In fact, he won't even let you feel that drop in your belly. He doesn't because he's got his hand on your back while you're falling into his arms. Like it's just, it honestly is you've got to just trust. And and that's a part of, it's a hard part of life because especially as an adult, you're going, man. We're going every day. We've been through childhood. We've been through teenage years. We've been through our twenties. And maybe some of you are still going through these steps, but you'll realize that when you're a kid, you want to be a teenager. As soon as you receive, you get to the teenage years, you realize that, you know, when you were a kid, you were, you were almost stupid. You didn't know anything. Then you become, you know, you're into your twenties, you're mid to late 20s. You think you were, you as a teenager, you didn't know anything. Then you get to your 30s and you're like, when I was in my 20s, I didn't know anything. And I believe that that progression just continues to go on. Embrace it, learn from it, learn from your mistakes and own your mistakes. Be responsible when you are not doing the right thing. Like I actually have to sit here and I'm like, I've got to make another plan for myself. I've got to make a a realistic plan for myself. And then you've got to make a plan for when you don't want to. You've got to, you've got to have that. It's like you are right now, especially if you are just trying to do something. And I, I think this applies to you no matter at what stage you are in life, because at any point you can fall off of anything. And this is just my, my fitness game, but I feel like when one thing kind of crumbles, the other things around are not as stable because you had a system going, right? So it's like a, a machine. It's like a factory. Your body's a factory, right? So if you're eating well and you're doing all these things and you're on a good regimen and then all of a sudden your eating habits start to dwindle, other things go down as well. So you want to make sure that those that everything in the factory is up to par, greased all the the machines, everything's running according to schedule, according to plan, right? Um, So it's really important that you make sure that you sit down with yourself. And I said to myself today, because I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm getting this done. And then I'm like, you know what? I need a, I need to I need to think about where I am right now, really evaluate myself, set my standards 
um, set my goals, set my levels up and get it done. And today is May 11th. Normally the 10th of every single month, I create a 10 day challenge. And I said to myself, there's a reason why yesterday I literally forgot to um, make my 10 day challenge for me. I totally forgot about it. There's absolutely no month that I've forgotten this year yet in 2021 that I've forgotten my 10 day challenge. So I said, there's a reason for this. There's, this is time to sit back, time to reevaluate, time to go back into the, um, the, the, um, posts and see what I was doing, uh, this entire year where I fell off, what needs to be tweaked, how to set myself up for life work. Because although I talk about it, I have to be about it. It's not just about talking. It's about actually manifesting who I am. And I know that this is just another pivotal point that as soon as I, I start doing and start thinking this way, there is a, a level that I'm going to I'm going to surpass. And I know that I've come to a level and I need to just push myself a little bit harder to get to the next um, to the next stage. And so it, it comes with self-reflection. It comes with honesty. It comes with so much more than just um, your words. Yes, there is a lot of power in the tongue, but there is power in um, staying committed, being responsible, and actually trusting yourself with your commitments. That's what you have to do. So um I want to encourage everybody that um, the first commitment that you make is with yourself. You always want to make sure that if it's baby steps you have to take, take the baby steps. Celebrate the wins. When you see yourself doing something great and you know that you've done great work in this avenue, let's say you've quit smoking, you've quit drinking, or you've just done something that you are proud of yourself about, you've got to definitely stay committed to your commitments. And I just want to encourage you to do that. Encourage yourself to just be proud of who you are, how far you've come in the advancements you've made, and never stop believing that you can do more than what you're doing right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, reconvene <laughs> next week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for joining me today.